I think, well, hello. I'm currently in my car driving, which probably makes the audio sound like crap. But I'm having a hard evening. It's around like 7. And, you know, I'm not necessarily in the best mood. And, you know, I've been thinking about if I should do another episode or not, because I know for a fact that no one's listening to it. It's just me. (laughs) But I really don't care if no one's listening to it, because it is just for me. I mean, it is to help me talk about things, and if people want to listen, they want to listen, but I would think if I was listening to someone... And they filmed only when, well, I guess it's not filmed, but record only when they're having good days. I would feel pretty unrelatable. I would feel very, you know, almost weird because, you know, I'm having bad days and the people I'm listening to or people on Instagram are only showing the good parts or only talking about the good parts, and that just makes me feel bad, honestly, um, I don't know if it makes anyone else feel bad, but it makes me feel pretty, pretty bad, um, I love celebrating good things in life, and I think other people, you know, do too, otherwise they wouldn't be doing it, but I think, just only celebrating the good things and never acknowledging the hard, like, the harder parts of life is very, I don't know, it's fake. I mean, it's very fake. You're only showing the good parts, and I know for a fact that there's not all good parts. And, you know, to the people who are feeling, you know, the harder parts of life, It is very discouraging to see others only have these happy, you know, or paint this life for themselves. That's all great. When really they're struggling too, but you would never know because that's all they're showing. So all of that rambling to say, I am showing, you know, a part that is hard. I had a really good day today, like just normal, nothing really exciting happened. I ate lunch in my car by myself. I literally left school to eat lunch in my car for like, I don't know, 30 minutes, and then I went back. And while I was eating lunch in my car, I was kind of like, this is kind of sad. You know, I'm by myself eating lunch in my car. A lot of my friends, you know, weren't at school at the time, and I just kind of was like, you know, I'm going to eat my lunch in my car, I'm going to watch some Netflix, and I'm going to have some me time. And it was really great. Um, I got to, you know, just kind of chill out for a second and not feel the need to entertain anyone. Not that I always feel that way, but it was just kind of, you know, it was just a nice little reset, which... I didn't know that I needed until I was already there. But for those of you who don't know, which is a lot of people, I struggle with eating. Um, 
it has kind of been a little thing in the back of my mind, I feel like, just over the years. And it wasn't until this past year that I really struggled with it. Um, a lot of things in my life felt very out of control. So I kind of went to eating as my source of control. And I lost a lot of weight. Um, I was really unhealthy. And so today, for the first time in weeks, I brought a lunch to school. And I ate it. I didn't just bring one and then eat it, but I ate it. And that's like a really big deal for me. And so, you know, I was really proud of myself, you know, making my lunch this morning because I was kind of like, oh, wow, I'm making it. And that's really great. And, you know, I'm really trying. This is a good step. But while I'm eating it, I feel really bad about it. I feel like... And with people who struggle with eating, you know what I'm talking about, where you know what you're doing is unhealthy, but your body is just so used to how it's been trained to eat and how much it's been trained to eat that the quote-unquote healthy way doesn't seem right. And it's not even just like, oh, my body feels bad. I don't like this. It's also, this is not part of the routine. I can't do this. So while I'm eating, I'm kind of just like, oh, this feels, it's just, oh, it felt so bad. I, you know, I felt like I was doing something good, but I was like battling myself. I don't know. It was really weird. And then today I ate dinner and I ate breakfast. So that's like the first time I've had three meals in like a really long time. And I just feel so bad about it. I feel so like full and I'm not used to feeling that way and not even just full I feel I don't know like I've eaten too much it's really strange but that was something that happened today and then you know just I don't know life is weird right now it's weird I have my brother's birthday coming up as you know he passed away and it's the second birthday I've celebrated without him like his birthday and I'm really sad and I'm really annoyed because I'm just going through this breakup and I feel like you know I'm so sad about this breakup that sometimes I feel like I don't even have time to be sad about Steven and his birthday which pisses me off to no extent like, to so much of an extent. Like, I want to be sad about Steven. I don't want to be sad about my breakup. Like, that's so not in the same stratosphere of importance as Steven's birthday. Like, but I'm just, you know, and sometimes I feel like I'm sad about both, and I, you know, it's really all focused on to one thing. I really don't know. But I wanted to talk about, you know, these hard things that I'm going through, because not every day is great. Every day, I have to choose to wake up in the morning, and I struggle with depression and anxiety, and I have this eating stuff, and I have, you know, I'm going through a lot of crap, and crap is hard, and it's not easy, and I feel like it should be not celebrated, because that makes it 
seem like it's something to be happy to have, and it's not. And a lot of people can sometimes, I don't want to say people fake their issues, but some people can be dramatic when it comes to minor inconveniences in life. Having difficult things in life is not fun. It's not something to brag about. It's not something to use for attention. It's just something that I feel like, if anything, should be respected. You know, not super flashy and glamorous, because I'm not trying to glamorize hard times in life. I'm just trying to gain the respect that it deserves. People who go through hard things, I feel like, don't even come close to gaining the amount of respect just because hard times are such a common occurrence in life that when you go through hard times, it's almost like normal. When it, you know, normal or not, it's a freaking accomplishment to go through a hard time and to come out the other side of it. No matter how normal you know, something hard may seem, the point is that it's hard, and the point is that you're getting through it. And that's, you know, that deserves to be respected and applauded for. And, you know, right now I'm really learning that and just trying to applaud myself with these hard times, giving myself a break, giving myself grace. And as a perfectionist, that is really difficult to do at times. And for, you know, some people, you know, we just don't know what's going on in other people's lives. We really don't. And I feel like people, we just try to figure out and know everything about everyone's life. We are not entitled to anything, like literally anything. Like, I cannot be entitled to no one else's business. No one else is entitled to mine. It's just a respect thing. Not everyone needs to know all the stuff you're going through. Some people are more open to talk about it, but they're open to talk about it. You can't make people talk about things unless you're, like, wanting them to. Like, for instance, therapy. A lot of hard things are talked about in therapy, but you're going to get through those things, and you're going to therapy to talk about them and to work past them. That's different. But, you know, give people space for when they want to talk about things. We are not entitled to anything. And if you are going through something hard and people are giving you a hard time about talking about things, you don't owe them anything. Like, literally anything. It is none of their business at all. It has nothing to do with them. This is your hard time, and you get to choose how you're going to deal with it, and you get to choose who you're going to talk about it with, I suggest you talk about it to someone, at least one person, not everyone, unless, I don't know. I just don't want to say don't talk about it at all, because sometimes getting it out in the open makes you feel a lot better, and it kind of, it kind of shrinks the problem a little bit. For me, Sometimes problems seem a lot bigger in my head than they are once I verbalize it. And that's really helpful. You know, even if you're not an external processor and, you know, maybe aren't the most talkative person in the world, sometimes just speaking it out loud makes it seem so much 
smaller than it is, or maybe it's bigger. I don't know. But talking about it to one person, at least one, is going to make you feel a lot better. And for the people who, you know, you have a loved one or a friend or someone who's going through the hard time, that's tricky. It's not an easy thing either to be the friend or the family member or whatever of someone who's going through a hard time. Some people, you know, want to be loved from a distance. They want a lot of space. Some people want zero to no space, and then there's that happy in between or whatever. If you are close enough with that person to kind of have a feeling for what way they would want to be loved, then that's great. If you don't, maybe you're not worth talking to. Maybe you're not someone who they feel comfortable with talking about it to. And that's okay. Like, people, everyone reacts differently. Everyone needs love in different ways. For me, in my case, I, you know, I need a lot of love and then I need some space. After my breakup, I needed time to be alone before I could, you know, be comforted by someone else. That's just how I'm wired. You know, I like to be sad by myself, sometimes too much by myself, that, you know, I kind of need to force myself to be around other people. But there's a little part of me that kind of needs to be alone to process things at times. Other people, they like to be completely alone. They don't want to feel responsible for how the other person's feeling, or that's just a vulnerable area that they're not comfortable with, and that's okay. And others, you know, they want to be with people the whole time and walk them through it. All of these are normal, and all of these are okay. There's no right or wrong way to process things. But if you're a loved one of a or a friend or whatever of a person who's going through a hard time, I would honestly, if you really don't know, I would kind of ask. You know, in... As weird as that may sound, to ask, how would you like me to love you? Just kind of ask, what do you need? What do you want from me? What do you, do you want me to? And sometimes they might not know. Because, you know, no one knows everything. But if they, and if they don't know, just give them a little bit of everything. And respect the boundaries that they put up. And know that it's not about you. And, you know, it's not about you that the boundary, I'm trying to figure out where it is. The boundary is not put up because of you. The boundary is put up because they just need space. And that has nothing to do with you. That's just what they're going through and that's what they need. I just feel like we, and I don't know if it's just because, like, social media or what, but over time, I feel like society has, you know, become more and more involved and more and more invested and, you know, I'm going to say it nosy about everyone's lives. And, like, I'm totally seeing myself, too. Like, I am so nosy. I am such a nosy person. It is not a trait I am proud of at all. But, you know, I just noticed it in a lot of other people as well. And I'm kind of like, oh, like, you, you're like me and wanting to know everything. I think, for me at least, I want to know everything you know, to either be there for that person or to understand why people are acting a certain way or, you know, just to kind of assess the situation. I'm genuinely just a curious person. Um, I've always asked a lot of questions. 
even to an annoying extent, but that's my point. Um, you know, I just, maybe that's what everyone else is thinking. You know, we want to know everything about everyone. But I, I kind of respect the people a little, not, I don't know, not that I don't respect people who share their lives. I'm literally doing that right now. It's just I kind of respect the people who don't feel like they have to. It's one thing to share if you want to. It's another to share if you feel like you have to. And you don't have to share if you don't want to. Your time will come when you want to share when you don't want to share. Just don't do anything that you don't feel comfortable doing. Like, at the end of the day, it's your life and what you choose to do with it. And if you're comfortable doing something, do it. If you're not comfortable doing something, think about why you're not comfortable with it and go from there. I just feel like we always assume things about one another when we don't have any room to assume. We have no room to do that. So I'm about to get to my destination, actually. Fun fact. But I don't know. I felt like this was a good, quick little talk about just people and our lives and not assuming things about one another and loving one another in those hard times and how life isn't always pretty. And if you're listening to this, you know that. You've been through hard times. And if you haven't, you will unfortunately, but it'll make you better from it. It'll make you a better person because of those hard times. And it's kind of twisted, you know, the way it sounds. I have to go through a hard time to be better, but it's not even just you'll be better, you'll be stronger from it. I've been memorizing a verse, actually. I started today, (laughs) but it's Psalm 42, verse 11, and it's, oh gosh, it says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior, my God. And I just think that is so helpful right now. Like, it's not pretty. The person writing this psalm was sad and deeply discouraged. And he didn't know why. You know, not, we don't always know why everything happens. Just, you know, that's unreasonable. But, you know, we figure it out at the end of the day, and, you know, that's okay. So, trust God. It's all going to be okay. Okay, I'll see you later. So, it is currently 9.27 p.m. Wednesday, um, September 8th. And, um... I I feel, you know, a lot of people don't know, and a lot of people do know, what depression feels like. And right now, it's one of my harder moments, one of my harder days. Um, it feels like everything around you has like a filter over it you know like it's this gray filter and you just you you only can see through that filter you can't change it on your own like you can't choose to change it you just kind of have to write it out 
and that's what I've been having to do today is just write it out and I don't know I'm just so sad I'm so incredibly sad like I just feel so overwhelmingly sad that it almost feels numb, but it's not. It's like I have this numb layer, but I could cry at any moment, you know? Like I could cry and it'd be nonchalant. It'd not be a big deal. Like, it's almost kind of like if you had to, you know, visualize it, like you're sitting there with no facial expression and a tear just falls down your face. Like, obviously that person is crying, but there's no, they're also numb. And that's what I feel today. You know, I, I'm not okay. I'm not fine. I always tell everyone I'm fine. I think we all can do that at times, but today I'm not fine. I told my mom I was fine. I'm not. I'm sad. And it's okay to be sad, but I'm not happy. I had moments in my day where I was happy or happier than I am now, but you know, now it's nighttime and I've, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm not super busy. I'm just thinking and processing. And I'm really sad. And I have a lot to be sad about, too. I know I have a lot to be happy about, but I also have a good bit of things to be upset about. It's just a lot. It's a lot. And I... I miss my brother. And his birthday's in two days. And I miss him. And this is something me and my ex-boyfriend have talked about. Because I just talked to him about these things, and I don't have, he's gone. You know, I don't have him anymore. And it can feel very lonely. Really lonely at times, but... I'm just, I, you know, when Stephen was sick, I always felt like I was drowning in grief. Like, I just felt like I was drowning, and I, you know, my chest would get tight, and I could never catch my breath. And, like, I was trying to breathe, and it hurt, but right now, I just, I just, 
I don't feel like I'm under, but I feel like I'm sinking. And I feel like I'm not trying to fight it. I feel like I'm just going under, surrendering to it. And right now, I think that's okay. I don't have it, the energy right now to fight it. I'm letting myself feel whatever myself wants to feel. If that's really happy one second or really depressed or really angry, whatever, I'm letting it. Letting my body feel what it wants to feel. And right now, it wants to feel really sad and it wants to feel very... feels like it's drowning or it's about to drown it's like kind of the the calm before the storm I guess it's not great to feel this way and I know a lot of people have felt this way before but let your body feel what it needs to feel don't push it all away all the time. Let it, let it breathe for a second. It's not natural to be one emotion all the time. Let it, you know, air out and figure out what, how it wants to feel and what it wants to do. And right now, my body's been very busy at work and school and very busy, so now that I have this time to kind of sit and feel, it wants to be sad. It has a break, and it wants to be sad and not care, not care at all, which is really good, because I don't have it in me to not be sad. And like fight my body on what it wants to feel right now. It wants to be sad. And I don't have the energy to fight it. It will want to be happy one day. And I won't have the energy to fight that either. Let it feel what it wants to feel. Let it, you know. Just listen to your body. Give yourself, you know, the breaks in the day to even know what your body needs and what your body wants. Which is a hard thing, and I struggled that with, like, eating and, you know, even how I feel at times, but I'm learning more and more to listen to my body and what it wants and what it needs. And, you know, you may not always agree with what your body wants, and you may want to fight on it, but that is so exhausting to fight it. Just let it happen. I think my, what my body wants to do is get in bed and honestly, listen to sad music. <laughs> Just kind of be, you know. That's all I really wanted to say. I, honestly, if I'm being honest, I didn't really want to record. But I was feeling really sad. 
and I was like, I just made a podcast about showing the not-so-pretty parts of life, and how it's not all sunshine and whatever, and this is a moment where it really is not all sunshine. It is mostly dark. It's mostly quite, it's quite cloudy, honestly, where I am at this point. I was saying there will never be sunshine, but right now is a cloudy, it's a cloudy moment. And that deserves to, you know, be shown as well and be normalized. So I, you know, made myself record. It also just helped me externally verbalize what I was feeling and kind of put a label on it. Sometimes you can't always put a label on what you're feeling, but I think I did a fairly decent job at it. I'm going to go in bed now, and I'm going to... Well, I probably need to get ready for bed. Do some self-care, like the little things, like brushing my teeth and things like that. But took a bath today, and that was really good. After work, it was exhausting. Got homework done. It's fairly productive. But now I'm just tired and sad, and that's okay. See you guys later.